welcome to the orco hunter podcast episode 2 um orco hunter podcast yes <laughs> as you know mera latest email id is uh, ara.orco hunter uh, <laughs> yes yes um can you tell people about what are you doing these days and yeah what's your mm. what's your normal routine <laughs> so uh, ito currently i i have like two packs of shivas here in my hand clicks yeah i am uh, working at roman uh, sachs at sketara over there and <laughs> i completed my four months yesterday so i work like quite a few number of hours a week or was uh, other than that regular life like uh, you know college mein sath wake up work out go over the day then uh, try to sleep in time jabki nahi hota hai and i talk to you every day what was important in the day that's it man like Yeah. I'm changing cities. Uh, I been living in Rachi for how many? Twenty years, something like that. That is my birth. And I'm moving to Delhi because many reasons. And the office so is enjoying, in Bangalore. And the office is in Bangalore. Yeah. Uh, enjoying my final days here. Any plans of going to Bangalore soon? Kibai. <laughs> <laughs> People are leaving. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start working and and i think you also never you have never been to office so far yes. so how's yes. it going so for you remote onboarding to a new job experience uh, so uh let's start uh, right after college kya hua maybe yeah 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 I mean, when did you get short uh, yeah I'll, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 26 august 2019 convocation lagna i remember it course and i rejected my job and uh, i didn't have any job at the time that you're aware i don't know why because uh, i mean there was a, there was a decision uh, i didn't want to do what i what i was offered and uh, you know i wanted to go wild because yeah my life had been secure and safe until that point like uske baad bhi tha because i have a very supportive family and come from a position of privilege yeah. but still i i wanted some some you know change in entropy right after college and so i rejected my job and i wanted to explore yeah fast forward a few months i got into coding and uh, ai and i mean i tried to explore uski ke uplaksh mein hum winter school gaye in nepal mein and then i yeah had a further 10 day vacation with uh, with my boys <laughs> shout out to varun and pranay and uh, came back uh, then january was tomorrow to us month for my family uh, in terms of treatment and everything won't go there mm-hmm. <laughs> and uske baad i joined uh, government sites um, i mean got the offer in march and i joined in may and that's how it's been uske beech mein between my job and uh, graduation i worked with a few startup teams mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And uh, how's the remote onboarding going for you? So remote onboarding. Uh, first of all, how's the remote onboarding going for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so, so. this is this is weird. Uh, 
I understand my perspective, but uh, you are the guy who went to Sweden and to work remotely from Sweden. Like, it's <laughs> 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 the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, regarding this, I I just saw a video that Apple made their new office in Cupertino, and it's a grand office. It's a it's a ring um, of like hundreds of acres of ring, and it yeah. costs and it costs five billion dollars. For an mm-hmm. office, only to promote their employees to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to Sweden on August four, and and I'm glad that Europe allowed people to fly in from Japan, um, and and remote onboarding is going, I would say, pretty awesome. Uh-huh. My project is open source. Uh, it's uh, it's something called Backstage from Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels so good to be uh, on the other side of the spectrum, where where I've never been to. So you know me, I've been contributing to open source since first year. I used yes. to talk to maintainers. Hey, I want to work on this pull request. I want to fix this issue. Please help me. Please guide me. And now I'm I'm on the other side of spectrum. I created one issue. At, at at 11 p.m. and at 4 a.m. someone from India said, I want to work on this. Can you please guide me? And <laughs> that's me. I've been there. I know that feeling. It, it's, it's amazing. So my project was always open source. So there's, there's not, not a lot of difficulties in onboarding technically. Mm-hmm. But yes, mm-hmm. the team, the people are all new. It's going well. Uh, it's still work from home uh, until mm-hmm. next year June. Um, but yeah, I've been yeah. meeting people and and I'm having a good time. I also uh, got my ability to speak to people because in Japan, I don't oh, think I yeah. was able to speak to people <laughs> because they don't understand English. I I guess five percent or maybe less than that people understand mm-hmm. English. I was using my sign gestures and. Showing them images of salt if I wanted to buy salt, um, but here everyone speaks English, uh, or at least they 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 can speak in English, um, so it's going good for me. Ah, yeah, we get liberating I guess, even emote a language. Over the years, we have become comfortable with English. Even to a certain extent, we can emote an English. I like the whole hota football man. So uh, these days, uh, I shout, "Fucking hell, yeah, you're weird." I mean, so yeah, I get emoted in English, and so yeah, emote karna, And which yeah. which kind of shows, right? Like, or uh, you generally, what come language me emote karna? Generally, mother tongue me. Uh, that's that's why uh, I think we have talked about this before. Ki, uh, commentators jawaige. In games and everything. Even cricket mein, uh, okay. Uh Bogle, Harsha Bogle ko chordo. There's no other Indian commentator, yeah, non uh, English, non natural English being commentator Gulusan Padala. Anyone so boring. <laughs> and football maybe. Uh <laughs> the best commentators, you know, Peter Drury, Alan Smith, Martin Tyler, uh, Darren Fletcher, who else? Yeah. Yeah. Generally English and uh, and you tried listening to koi Spanish word, commentator doing commentary English. Yeah, we non mother tongue mother jo karte hai. Yep. Non mother tongue mein. 
it's just uh, it's not the same effect you don't you can't shout in your in something in some other language which is no. it's so difficult but yeah so i guess ye kaisa liberating hua tumhare liye at least ek language you want to kar pa rahe ho आई गेस हम लोग एक स्टोरी पढ़े अकबर बीरबल का दैट एक बार अकबर के सम्राज में कोई एक आया इंसान एंड ही सेड आई स्पीक ट्वेंटी लैंग्वेजेस एंड यू विल नॉट बी एबल टू फाइंड आउट व्हाट्स माय मदर टंग एंड बीरबल सेड कि कोई नहीं आप रहिए आज रात यहाँ पे एंड कल मैं बता दूंगा एंड ही वेंट टू स्लीप एंड फिर बीरबल उसको रात में जाके गर्म पानी उसके मुँह पर डाल दिया एंड फिर वो गुजराती में शाउट किया A lot of these things I discuss with you. So you're already aware, uh, and you're suggested this that when you're starting a new project. Uh, you like to learn things top down. You start doing things. You try to have an impact, and then uske saath saath you integrate the knowledge, and then put a finer details on it. And I try to do the same thing. Um, so in a way, you know, that's been awesome. that kind of led led me to you know doing um, learning things in that manner basically so like even second week me i asked the manager ki okay you know we're doing this and that's fine but let's 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 get down to business like to i want to contribute project me where i can say okay ye cheez humne kiya hai and i face some troubles and everything then but also i'll figure stuff out mm-hmm. so i mean that, that was very uh, beneficial uh, because uh, and they agreed with me that that's the best way to go about it because uh, that in my company the way systems hai you know it's it's all proprietary and internal systems so mm. it's not like mm. you all know about them so learning stuff on the fly you know so and then again i'm not a natural coder when i say natural i mean not been coding uh, extensively uh, up until last year so uh, just वो एस्पेक्ट भी डेवलपर एस्पेक्ट भी धीरे धीरे ट्रेंड इनकलकेट सो दैट वाज टेकिंग टाइम सो या आई मीन इफ आई वुड हैव ट्राइड बॉटम अप अप्रोच अब मुझे लगता है सो यू नो यू टेंड टू गेट लॉस्ट बिकॉज़ विदाउट एन एंड पॉइंट इन साइट यू स्टार्ट लर्निंग थिंग्स एंड यू नेवर नो यू मे गेट बोर्ड व्हाटएवर बॉटम अप अप्रोच what about approach uh, you you know you learn the fundamentals of the language they use and uh, then you learn the fundamentals of the project that's going on and then uh, you learn acha theek hai is language mein binary search kaise karte hai ya merge sort kaise karte hai then you go ahead and uh, the top down approach would be ki acha hum log of abhi deadline mein ya fir jo bhi line of sight hai isme kya achieve karna okay is businesses ko cover karna okay so i want to cover a small business is going impact come hoga but uh, you know uh, i'll go from there so yeah. this, these are two different approaches uh, 
तो आई आई ट्राइड टू इक अ टॉप डाउन अप्रोच एंड काफी चीजों में वो लाइक मुझे लगता है हेल्पफुल हो जाता है लाइक इवन इफ यू रिमेंबर पिक्ड अप एंड सॉरी टू वेयर ऑफ यू स्टार्ट अ वर्ड समथिंग एंड यूजुअली हैपेंस बट दैट्स आई स्टार्टेड लर्निंग गिटार क्या फेब्रुवारी में आई थिंक जनवरी में एंड यू हैड लर्न एंड यू हैड सजेस्टेड गाइस कि ओके तुम बेसिक्स फंडामेंटल थोड़ा-थोड़ा सीखोगे बट स्टार्ट मूव ऑन टू द सॉन्ग जस्ट इन गिटार जो अपने रियल ओ जी कोच इंटरनेट कोच गिटार कोच है यू कैन स्टार्ट विद फंडामेंटल बट तुम अगर तीन हफ्ते तक एक कॉर्ड ही बजाते रहोगे दैन यू लूज इंटरेस्ट इट्स बेटर की वो वॉन्ट टू अ सॉन्ग एंड सो इवन दो यू डोंट नो द इंटायर म्यूजिक थियोरी एंड द इंटायर फलाना टेमकानाग एंड देन थोड़ा इंटरेस्ट और आएगा थोड़ा और बेसिक जान हो गए प्ले ऑन द सॉन्ग एंड ऑल दो तुमको सारा स्ट्रमिंग पैटर्न नहीं आता बट एक दो स्ट्रमिंग पैटर्न के साथ हमारे कॉन्सेप्ट इंट्रोड्यूस हो जाएगा इम्पैक्टफुल एंड क्या होगा किसी भी चीज को लर्न करने का एंड देन यू लर्न थोड़ा फाइनल डिटेल्स डिग्री Uh, ownership or accountability from this distance. I have not never met my team members. Never seen them. <laughs> never seen anyone like you know. So, so that common purpose feel करवाना बहुत important है. Like किसी भी project में, not just like company or anything, but even football match तुम खेलते हो तो हर एक player को अपना best देने वाला तुम्हारे तुमको जीतना है cup. That's fine. But if all your team members don't believe in that, yeah, so. <laughs> You won't feel it, right? Purpose नहीं अच्छी होगा। तो ये चीज़ feel करवाना मिले, maybe easier था because I started, you know, to get into the flow of things in that manner, impact point of view, yeah. Yeah, Anish, I wanted to tell people about um, how did we meet? How do I know you? How do you know me? Um, okay. So mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> it was. Uh, Uh, we came to KGP as as बच्चे seventeen eighteen years. And I had I had a group of friends. I I guess twelve uh. people whom I knew beforehand before coming to KGP, and I knew them from Kota. So I had mm-hmm. this this friend circle. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and that relieved me of the pressure to to immediately start uh, meeting people um, mm-hmm. because I I didn't have to worry about it. Mm. Um so I had my roommates fakes and all uh, yes, sir. and it was it was my first day uh yes, at, at, <laughs> at 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 a new what do, what do we call them classes yeah it was my first class <laughs> uh, <laughs> little did i know that it was one of few <laughs> for the next five years but yeah i was enthusiastic about attending my first class and uh, i i googled the location of the room F one one six, went there, parked my cycle, and then started walking towards 
uh, iPhone with six, and then someone says, "Hey, I should take from here." Yep. <laughs> okay. So uh, I remember the date. Uh, I think it was eighteenth July, twenty fourteen. Uh, Friday. Yeah. Friday, we were uh, coming in for our first class at IIT Kharagpur. Yeah. Eight thirty a.m. class for <laughs> TDS. Uh, program in data structures with the bus and uh, ha like i usse pehle tak i didn't used to bicycle much not much <laughs> at all right i never had to yeah. so uh, and i'm trying to mai lagane ki koshish kar raha hu cycle ko f1 ke bus and i cannot lock so yeah. i see this guy jo ki bahut स्वैग में अपना लॉक लगा लिया लिटरी सोसाइटी so we were yeah. in, in the in yeah. the english team of literary society and we spent a lot of time um, joining the meetings and conducting events I, you were very active you were you were much more active than me and i i saw you i saw you as someone who knew english so well who who was well mannered who was was fit i would say was really smart and i was always fascinated by you um Yeah, you're speaking like my mother now. <laughs> 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 oh, very bright, very touch. <laughs> very good manners. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Great workout, kids. And, <laughs> and and I was from I was from I mean I had UP Bihar origins and I didn't know that you had you were from Rachi and I always knew that you were from somewhere where they speak English all the time, from Delhi or say or let's say Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one more place where people speak English all the time. It's called an ICSE school, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So uh, I think IITs may or can be in companies where uh, initial few days you everyone tries to sound professional these days. Right? Mm. Everyone wants to sound, everyone wants to speak in English, which yeah. is a decent idea considering people come from different backgrounds, South India mm. uh, or uh, I don't know. Yeah. West से महाराष्ट्र से तो people are comfortable in all languages and तुम सब पे हिंदी इंपोर्ट करो is not right yeah. so in a way English is okay I don't yeah. know right yeah I, I agree with you KJP is very diverse in terms of language yeah, yeah but finally you go down to like यहाँ हिंदी में कैसे लगते हैं इसको भी आता है हमको भी आता है तो ऐसा कोई हिंदी yes so I mean this happened अभी recently uh, ever since I joined I, I speak people uh, right on uh, on Zoom. 
speak in English with all my teammates all the time. Mm. I'm comfortable with English. That's not a problem. But mm. that, the truth is, Hindi is my mother tongue, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I chill out in Hindi. That's it. English doesn't stress me out, but I chill out in Hindi. It's simple thing. And uh, so finally, I heard my manager speak in Hindi with uh, one of my seniors. I was very happy. I was like, oh. So that got out of the way. <laughs> I don't have to broach that subject because someone has already done that for me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. it's very, uh, it's a little, so yeah, I think we should uh, acknowledge that it's important to do it. And um, since you're talking about job, um, there's this question which comes to my mind that Of course you are you are you are now working in Goldman Sachs and I remember it was it was our fourth year that you said um Goldman Sachs is something that I typically aim for uh, when when we used to talk about placements and jobs um here I am working in in a company not not in India a company that whose product I love and a lot mm. of my friends love I'm working on open source and I used to dream about getting paid to work on open source you know so mm-hmm. I still cannot believe what I'm doing right now it feels too good to be true uh, to mm-hmm. be to be really honest I mm-hmm. feel like uh, I'm cheating with my employer because <laughs> working in open source you know I'm not I'm not contributing anything prop- proprietary or just helping Spotify grow I'm also helping other companies grow so my pers- my perception towards job has changed um when i graduated uh college and i'm sh- mm. and i'm and i guess it's the same for you as well can you can mm-hmm. you talk about mm-hmm. uh how do you see jobs right now and how do you think people from from inside college see see jobs perception about jobs uh, i think once i think this came after i quit and i was like पहले भी था अंडरस्टैंडिंग बट यू इंटरनलाइज सम आइडिया it means and stuff so why do i work and then pandemic gave me a good answer very good answer jab mere paas the mera kuch nahi tha do mahine even though i had an offer mera boarding start onboarding start from me right so and so why do i work the simple reason is the what do you do man to kya challenge chahte hai mere kali aaj hum kha pi sake taki hum job kar sake taki hum kal kha pi sake it doesn't make like It is not a good answer. It's a bad way to live life. That's not my life, and I'm privileged enough that yeah. I don't have to live that life. A lot of people have mm-hmm. to know disrespect to them, but I don't have to live that life. Mm-hmm. So why do I work? I work. I work. So one thing is I want to create an impact. I want to do something interesting. I want to create an impact, and that's how I see my job now. I want to do any business, hey, or any project. I want to create an impact. Have an adventure. ये मेरे एडवेंचर है यू राइट कि तुम इसको एज अ सैलरी कैश फ्लो मैकेनिज्म या जो भी है 
cash ka mat samjho think about it as a foundational experience like this 5 4 5 years jo bhi main work karunga abhi it will set a foundation like uh, stone for me mm-hmm. ki main next 20 30 years mein kaise impact karunga mm mm-hmm. or at least shape it or at least ease my uh, avenues or open other yeah. avenues for that right so mera life ab waise ab main lead kar raha hu ya tum bhi waise hi kar rahe ho so or most people we know that's how they lead mm-hmm. because they want to be able to be of some uh, service or i guess uh, functionary to the race mm. and <laughs> i'm not glorifying the job of investment banks but i'm saying is uh, from from a job why do we work perspective mm. I, i think yeah yeah answer you know because i want to impact stuff i want to you know i want to impact uh, the outcome of certain things i want to change certain things जॉब Where do you work? You know now you're not working to have a house and food and you know things that are required for you to live. Okay, yeah. live in India where conditions are different. But now what? Yeah. So, वहाँ पे जो work का reason होगा लोगों के पास. I think generally सबके पास ऐसा रहे that I think it's easier to work because the moment you start thinking, oh man, I need to work. I need. You know, my that's it. That's the only motivation that थोड़ा gets difficult. Yeah. completely fall in love with what you're doing to completely invest yourself in you know what you're doing believing in your stuff yeah right and it's a good good answer to the question perception towards job because i don't think i don't think it's possible for a college student to think about job that way i mean uh, i'm not sure i don't understand even, yeah not even 1% people are privileged enough to think that way yeah okay um, but but it doesn't mean that they shouldn't uh, think that way wow. after they get the job because mm-hmm. they must start thinking you know v- trying to wake up <laughs> uh, why 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 they're working is it still for the money uh-huh. is it still for you know having a reputation yeah, in society uske baad uske baad if your only motivation are those stuff kaam mein maza bhi nahi hai like happiness we yeah. need more than that we need some sort of I don't know, <laughs> but okay. again, they're all fools. And to those who are listening, please take everything I say with a grain of salt. Is that a disclaimer? Yes, sir. I'm already drinking, <laughs> and I am a fool, like totally big one, stupid um, person, made, no. making very stupid decisions. <laughs> so, but yeah. No, no. I think I think uh, I agree with you, and um, for me, I'm not I'm not privileged enough to. to you know mm-hmm. do some things like to 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 not to not be making money right now i have mm-hmm. some goals for family some financial responsibilities uh, that i have to fulfill but even mm-hmm. then um mm-hmm. even then i i yeah <laughs> i'm a, i'm i'm a bit picky mm-hmm. so you know i i didn't participate in in career development center in placements yes sir um uh, because i i knew that 
I don't I don't just want to do because, it. Because because you had outgrown this uh, system. You had outgrown the country also. I understand, <laughs> you know. And I I mentioned this to you that to maybe Sweden may work kar rahe ho. Sweden is the pinnacle of the civilization whatever. Uh pinnacle of the society. And tum us jagah pe work kar rahe ho jahan ka work culture is what it is. It's amazing and everything. To ab tumhare paas literally like motivations to return to this country would perhaps only be to bring about a cultural change in whatever company you take a high position in because honestly you have outgrown this place or this system uh all hey manchu this is a podcast hai i think i want 20 more minutes in the podcast <laughs> Yeah, but but when you said uh, when you said about uh, laying the laying the foundation like these four mm-hmm. five years of foundation for the next twenty thirty years of impact. Yes, sir. Now yeah. now I, I mean this is this is so interesting because people want to start making impact from their year one, and they're mm-hmm. not skilled enough to do that, uh, and they mm-hmm. start feeling bad. They they think, you know, the, children, uh, their life is not important anymore. But but wait for it, wait for it, like them. Five years later, ten years later, you'll be the one who'll be doing these things. Um, you know, if our prime minister, if he thinks that he's 20 or 30 years old, he's not able to do anything for the country. So, should he just give up? Uh, should he yeah. just give up? Like same for you know, Link, Lincoln and all these people, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me as well, now we don't think about how much impact I'm doing. for the world right now as of this moment mm-hmm. because abhi humko bahut kuch seekhna hai and then i can think about okay what's mm-hmm. what's my jam and how mm-hmm. can i make a good impact yeah 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 so yes, college sir. students uh jab fourth year mein sochte hain ki which job should i pick you know uh-huh. so they they they're so thinking ki yahi cheez karunga main next 30 saal tak and which is wrong and they don't think ki ye ye temporary ho sakta hai this can be just um this can just be one one or two year thing uh i think agar wo sochenge ki it's it's a temporary it can be a temporary thing to bahut liberating hoga unke liye it will be easier for them to make decisions um and it's harder when you when you when you think ki ye decision tumko next 30 years tak jhelna uh, padega okay uh, so now i was wondering uh, what's new in your life like what new habits have you undertaken and what new indulgences do you have you started drinking more than before or drinking more coffee than before what oh oh definitely um i think sweden is one of the highest uh, coffee drinkers per capita i think finland uh-huh. is higher than sweden um, uh-huh. but i've been i've been drinking do- coffee since college we used to go to ccd every day Oof. of our fun every day, day. Yes, yes. At least once. Yes, At sir. least once. Once every day, um, yes, sir. Once every day. Um, Twice on uh, hangover days. <laughs> I started playing football, and uh-huh. you can relate to it because you <laughs> used to play football in college for for five years. I can say that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I didn't play in the first year. No, I didn't play that much because. Uh, Over a lot of reasons, depth yeah. and everything. Okay. Second year, yeah. me I started uh, focusing more on football and sports and everything. Yeah. But you, you speak about man, you know, tomorrow we new football. Uh, I guess craze ahead, and uh, you're exploring all these things. It's nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I I started playing FIFA last year. I had this incredible little man uh, as my roommate, as my flatmate, and he's uh, I, you know you know him, Aniket, and he's passionate about football. He's passionate about FIFA, and we we used to can't play either, huh? <laughs> But he's passionate about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I learned so much uh, about football mm. from him. Uh, and then I quit my job um, to 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 join the new job, but I had nothing to do for four months. And I played a lot of FIFA, and then I and then I started connecting to those people, uh, those footballers, how hard their job is, and you know trying to relate to them, which is which is insanely hard unless mm-hmm. unless you start doing them. So i've been i've been watching lionel messi videos um since high school since kota days yeah. since you know j times i remember uh, i was in kota and, and in my in the newspaper it said lionel messi scores for 20 21st game consecutively yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was 2012 i mean he was at the peak of his powers uh, yes. in 2012 um and i used to tweet about lionel messi and I, even i forgot about this so i used to tweet about lionel messi i used to tweet oh man you 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 inspire me um and i and i used to go to internet cafes every month i can say that and i used to watch watch uh, his videos and he used to inspire me mm-hmm. so and now now i played fifa for a long time and i realized how hard this this skill is I, and i thought i should i should i should start playing it in real life and i should yes. i should um feel because you know taking the touch like these things these small things which are not so glamorous to an external person but mm-hmm. when 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 you watch football for a long time you see that these are the pieces which which mm-hmm. make this art so beautiful you know taking mm-hmm. touch and thinking where where to f- proceed next and all so i thought mm-hmm. i should do that so started <laughs> playing football yes. um yes and also for for physical reasons as well in these work from home times i don't think we we would go out from our houses unless mm. there's something to do also started working out uh mm. something stop all which... that <laughs> stop all that so anish you used to used to work out i think i can i say yeah, well, you worked out for 5 years in college yeah i've always worked out like Right. Let's not talk about my work. Let's not get to that. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your work. And uh, how has that journey been? And where did uh, that mindfulness towards fitness um, and physical activity? Where did it originate? And like, um, how long have you been on this odyssey? So I have been overweight since high school, and I've tried to lose weight. I think dozens of times. and i've had people come to me and say bhai tu week mein do bar daudne chala ja and that that's all you need to do bhai tu gym start kar de and that's all that's all you need to do bhai tu chawal khana chhod de and and it will work out and i've tried those things um what's it what's it phrase i've 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 quit cigarette for 1000 times ah uh-huh. no no this is phrase by uh, mark twain it's uh-huh. something like that he said uh, Quitting smoking is very easy. Uh, I've done it a thousand times already. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same feeling that uh, losing weight is so easy, and I, I've tried it uh, dozens of times. 
and, uh, and and the thirteenth time it it gets harder because you know that you have failed on this. You know when you start your gym thirteenth time, you know how what's what's the reason that this it will work this time because you have failed um, failed at it before. Your your options start limiting. You don't have much options to try in your life, and you still have this problem. At least you think that you are overweight. Thankfully, Reddit happened, and I discovered this subreddit called Lose It. And it's uh-huh. a wonderful, wonderful subreddit um, where where I t- where I learned about this phrase called calorie deficit, and mm. this is the science of weight loss. Mm. Um, our body uses our body accumulates weight if we provide it more calories than it can burn in a day, and mm. it it loses weight if we provide it less lesser calorie than it can burn. The science yep, is simple. simple. It's that simple. <clears throat> you can make it. Uh, 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 an essay you can write a novel or, or a big big book on this but mm. the science is just one liner i found about it uh, i tried doing calorie deficit for two months and i saw that it actually works and, and how did you do that like how did you approach your journey calorie deficit journey right uh Stories from people helped me. Uh, I, I read a bunch of stories how they lost weight, like hundred, hundreds of kgs. That's mm-hmm. insane. Uh, it requires so much discipline. So, so how I approached it was I calculated uh, how much energy I burn uh, every day, which is roughly around 2,000. We read this in books. But it can be 2,100. It can be 2,600 if you play. Or it can be 1,800 if you just lie on the bed. Uh, but so it's generally, it's eighteen hundred for people in our uh, age yeah. group, right? Like, yeah, yeah, eighteen hundred to two thousand is is the average, yeah. and okay. and I and I ate five hundred calories less than that every day. Mm-hmm. So I ate around fifteen to sixteen hundred calories every day. But the body still needs those five hundred calories, and where does it get from the mm-hmm. weight that we have accumulated? That's how. Yeah. Our, that's how that's how I started losing weight. The body started uh, using the resources, um, mm. and and the recommended. I mean, people do sometimes. People do too much. They would only eat thousand calories, and that's not a sustainable model. So exactly. the sustainable model is one pound per week, uh, five hundred calorie deficit per day, and mm. it worked out well, man. Um, I was so happy that. I was 97 kgs in my third year and okay, from 97 uh, kgs I went to 89 kgs and then I stopped uh, because you know yeah I mean, it gets plateau yeah you, you have to you have to uh, do it in phases so uh, I remember you also had a weight balance where you would measure <laughs> uh, the portions that you kitchen uh, scale <laughs> yeah yes yes kitchen scale i mean i was and you stopped also, drinking cappuccino with me you moved on to americano <laughs> <laughs> yeah i stopped drinking yeah yeah i i love black coffee i drink black coffee every morning because <laughs> it has zero calories and bunch of other benefits but that's how that's how i approached it so I, then I, then I, when I see the, when I saw the results, uh, I felt so good about my body. I felt mm-hmm. I'm doing justice. I'm taking care about taking care of my body. And you know, there's this great poem which I love. It's called Buddha in Blue Jeans. Yeah. And in one of one of the sections, it says, 
care for your body. Your body is your life. Please take good care of it. And it's something that I have to do. Um, yeah. I cannot ignore it. It's as important as working, getting a job, making money, eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know this uh, when in the Joe Rogan episode that. Uh, yes, it's, it's key to optimal living. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, our body needs food, uh, and it's our body also needs exercise. So that's how I started being mindful about exercises. But let's let's talk about you. How do you see workout, and how do you approach fitness? Before I move on to my uh, journey or whatever I had, just want to point this out that you said uh, about what you said uh, on uh, calorie deficit. That that calorie deficit is a is a one line explanation. And people are complicated. And you'll see lots of explanation, lots of uh, bro science, I think. Yeah. Or I don't know what it is. Uh, where people like, uh, yeah, run 10 kilometers or stop eating rice and all that nonsense. Just for uh, keeping this in mind, running about 10 kilometers, you know, an average person will burn, what, 650 or 700 calories. Yeah. Just 700 calories. Yes. And one slice of pizza has around 300 calories. Yes. So eating two slices will just chalk off yep. uh, or just counter that 10 kilometers that you've run. So yes. don't think that, uh, you know, your running schedules and everything is, yep. you know, help you in losing weight. And the best road to, to losing weight, that's mm-hmm. the only aim that you have, yep. is to be in calorie deficit. That's a good, uh, like, I mean, we should remember that uh, it's not that complicated. Yeah, uh, people people ha- mm-hmm. people come to me that you know this thing will not will not work out for you if you don't go to gym if you don't work mm-hmm. out That's and I, and I tell them if I if I work out I mean I know me I cannot run ten <clears throat> kilometer That's like an insane amount. Uh, the how much I work how much I can work out I will maximum lose three hundred four hundred calories. Yeah, I mean uh, running and working out has a different uh, objective has a different end product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like a roti, may you you get like one twenty calories, um, you know. So you can just eat two rotis less and not go to gym, and the results will be the same. And you'll probably yeah. save a lot of time going going Manar gym if but your goal is again only if the if the only goal is to lose weight. If your goal is only to lose weight, but it's not a very optimal uh, thing because yeah. eventually you will want to build some strength also. So yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so uh, my journey in the fitness has uh, <laughs> not exactly been a journey. Um, I've, for some reason or the other, uh, I've always been mindful about physical activity. So, hmm. in the later years, I started focusing on strength training in gym. But if you would have met me in the first year, even then I used to do some sort of activity. So, first year, man. On average days, you know, I would go to uh, the field and I would uh, do these different fitness uh, fitness routine stuff, um, like shuttle runs. So, shuttle run hota hai where at a distance of around 10 meters or 20 meters, you place two shuttles or two cones or anything. And you run back and forth mm. for in space uh, intervals. Mm. In space repetitions, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and you, like it's it's a it's a difficult uh, procedure because uh, it's a difficult practice. But uh, I used to do things like this, you know, uh, even without the gym. Mm. 
and uh, we had a great swimming pool in IKGB if you remember so I used to go yeah. to sw- swimming uh, sessions uh, on alternate days so I was always always been uh, aware or in a way uh, I was wanted to be physically active and uh, of course second year may I raised it up a level because I, I started uh, doing long distance running and playing football and started strength training which is a bit too much because <laughs> you can get to that that you know it, it counters your work in the gym but still and then um, since my third year I've been going to the gym every day or at least all three days in a week so four days a week at least the point here is that my attitude towards physical activity uh, or fitness it uh, it, it, it finished over a period of time, but I always had the attitude that I, I want to do something. And it felt right, it felt good, it felt nice when you when you swam, I don't know, 30 laps in 30 minutes, or if you ran this much, or if you lifted weights, it feels good. That's what it is, Like it's, it feels like a uh, certain degree of training with the air, feels good when you wake up early and you, you know, you breathe in that fresh air, 5am and look at the sunlight. <laughs> it's a different perspective. It's, it feels good when, you know, um, even at home, just because you've done all these back training, uh, without any risk, because you know you're used to it. But, I mean, even, even other than that, the idea is, I think Joe Rogan had put this very eloquently he said that the idea is to live optimally the idea is to you know we all know that life may ups and downs hota hai, happiness sadness hota hai, and spectrum hota hai, but we want to fall on the right side of the spectrum on most occasions mm-hmm. and the idea is to live optimally and working out and being physically active is a key to it is a, is a path to it you should do it mm-hmm. and having a good uh, physique and everything I mean that has become, obviously that has become, uh, has come into the limelight or it's come, it's become an objective for people these days. But it was never the objective for me, to be honest. My, my objective was uh, always because it felt good, for some reason or the other. Maybe childhood, like maybe that those values were put in me when I was a child or uh, I guess when I was nine years old, Ramdev Baba became yeah. a, a household name. Yeah, and I, 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 a lot of people give a lot of flack to Ramdev Baba for a lot of reasons. But I'll tell you that this guy uh, raised awareness or made made people mindful towards yes. fitness in regular Indian households. Indian households where people are fraught with various troubles, financial mm-hmm. troubles, yeah. uh, filial troubles, all sorts of you know governmental troubles. Uh, mm-hmm. Light ni and <laughs> all that nonsense but he made people aware yeah. and uh, yeah I mean uske baad se, when I was 10 years old uh, like I was aware that I didn't eat you know young age uh, where you are impressionable these things just stick so I think maybe it started there but I became mindful of that and luckily for me that's uh, it worked out fine yeah when you, when you said uh you, when you were young and you started getting this perception that samosa nikhana and 
things like that. Mm. I think a lot of people will will start disagreeing with you from here because samosa khane se unko khushi milti hai. So why are you telling them ki tumko tumhari khushi ka you know tumko na khushi pursue nahi karna chahiye. And this is this has always been an interesting topic for me is how people people confuse their pleasure as as their happiness and uh-huh. and how they 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 sometimes switch between both both two and mm-hmm. they will they will come and tell you ki you have no right to tell them ki they can't be happy mm-hmm. but um you know you're not telling them to be not happy you're just telling them ki pleasure is something that that you do it's like drinking it's like uh any mm-hmm. it's it's not as natural as you think um mm-hmm. happiness is as natural as you think happiness is is coming from your soul um and when you feel good after after an exercise that's not pleasure at all that's not mm-hmm. pleasure that's that's your pure joy that that's your that's your um perception towards your body and you're feeling good about it but when yes. you jab tum bahut sara samosa kha lo bahut sara khana kha lo you know you hope people yes. you know they smoke a joint they eat bunch of food and they say ah i'm i'm living the best time of my life but no man i mean some of it is joy uh, that's not that's not false but most of it is just pleasure i guess yeah like what you're saying is like there's a difference between instant gratification and right long term happiness right so if if, if in in uh, in solitude or if uh, if uh, if something bothers you all the time your weight bothers you all the time then obviously yeah. your samosa eating habits which kind of is eating that bothersome feeling right. Right. is not uh, uh, a source of happiness for you it's yeah. just uh, you know you're gratifying yourself whatever but yeah i mean <laughs> again yeah. uh, you can choose your indulgences always and you know, maybe try to be moderate with it i'm not going yeah. to say anything more assertive <laughs> than that <laughs> you know me uh yeah but uh, i mean we were talking about the attitude towards fitness and yeah. i think last year i read the book right uh, it was a book by seneca I forgot what yeah. it was you remember um, meditations or uh... no meditations by marcus aurelius letters from a stoic yeah so he seneca in this case right guys you can find about seneca find out about seneca <laughs> i think but uh, so he he kind of encapsulated my motivations of workout in a way so he said he kind of said you know he was uh, why he worked out but he also and he straight out of the way said that it is not for the physique in you know for having a good body or exhibitionable body and all that he he kind of in a way disapproved of it, of it to he disapproved of any Uh, right. <laughs> Self-aggrandizing thoughts you might have, and so this is one of them that don't be too, don't feel too good about having a decent physique, uh, and that shouldn't be a motivation for you to work out. But he said yeah. working out allowed him to, you know, remind himself that uh, you know when it came down to it, uh, he could still contribute physically, he could still help, and that whatever was given to him by nature. Uh, yeah, yeah. you had control over it right? you know, yeah. as much as you could you had control over it, over it and you could live life optimally 
you know like i'm 23 24 you're 24 23 right mm. uh, like we young people and would it would it feel good if for some reason i'm not able to fit in a i don't know aeroplane seat or or if i'm not able to i don't know uh, yeah. go on a bungee jumping uh, escapade just because of of health related to risks that would just suck yeah. right because yeah There's so many things to explore in life, and your physical characteristics if it starts impeding that. Yeah. I mean, you're not able to have as much fun about stuff as much as you can. So you, you at least from that point of view, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't. You you want your body to be an enabler, not a disabler yeah. in these situations. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh my God. Look at the point here. <laughs> that's that's why that's why you were the governor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, अगर हमको रॉक क्लाइंबिंग जाना है कल आई मीन यू नो आई हैव टू बी वेरी फिजिकली एबल टू डू दैट आई मीन एटलीस्ट टू सर्टेन डिग्री एंड वाई वुड आई वॉन्ट गो टू डू अ रॉक क्लाइंबिंग सेशन वॉट एवर बिकॉज यू वॉन्ट एक्सप्लोर एज मच एज यू कैन एंड दैट काइंड मेक्स यू हैप्पी कि हाँ आज मेरे पास ये स्किल सेट नहीं है एंड बट दिस एग्जिस्ट लेट मी फाइंड आउट लेट फाइंड आउट एल सी एंड दैट काइंड मेक्स यू हैप्पी बिकॉज यू नो द वर्ल्ड बिगर देन यू थिंक <laughs> that feeling that you get and that feeling of awe where you're like ah, shit this this has been here this is always it feels so good to uh climb this survive you know climb this cliff or whatever and it feels so good to uh, hang on a branch like a chimp <laughs> and, and stand on top of a tree i will write that by the way it's very romantic anyway but <laughs> <laughs> with the right people so i mean yeah you want to do that and uh, somehow if physical activity aids in that so you know you should perhaps definitely do it yeah yeah I mean, there was a long long conversation <laughs> yeah about workout about fitness. fitness yeah yeah yes. i uh, i wanted to talk about our final year in kgp mhm i wanted to talk about <laughs> um we had a uh how to put it a pretty non standard life in case yeah yes. totally yeah. very non i mean i mean uh, you know like as much as i know me and you we we used to go, we, we used to go out a lot and people would no. at the end of our college like people would say you two are always found together on 2.2 like what's what's going on don't you have other friends and And we and <laughs> we couldn't relate to that because what are you no, trying no. to say? I mean, like, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> um, should I should People I start that way, hanging though. out with? Should ah? Huh? People never said that to me. You had more contacts, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, should I should I start hanging out with other people just for the sake of you know? Right. I didn't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, just for the sake of. <laughs> it it comes to bfs versus dfs in friendships but yeah. I, i won't yeah yep i finally talk wrote about a blog BFS post was it dfs where did you talk about that uh, yeah bread for such and yeah. depth for such so um and 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 uh, i always uh, told myself that uh, graduation will be a lot similar to death mm-hmm. uh and and that's how i felt um <sighs> 
Okay. Uh, yeah, that's how okay. I felt. And, uh, <laughs> KGP, like those five years of KGP, is is uh, is 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 like a smaller version of life for me. Yeah. Uh, starting from birth, you know, you get into a college and you you start being born. The first is your teenage years. You are vulnerable. You can go either direction. Depends on the people you meet. And mm-hmm. graduation will be a. Is, it will be like that you you will never have this experience you will never have friends around you available all the time um, yeah and i knew like i i only had a year i only had 6 months i only had one month remaining of this yes so i was always conscious about it uh since the beginning of our final year um i just want to point that out uh, do you remember the story of uh So for those who don't know, uh, my I was enrolled in a four-year degree course, but mm. and uh, yes, but tell. I also talked about four-year versus five-year with Nishant. So yes, yeah, you no, were the guy. I converted <laughs> to fifth, uh, but do you remember at one occasion where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was. Uh, you 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 were going to graduate in 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 my fourth year, and we yeah. used. To, uh from our third year we we used to live like nearby we were kind of neighbors in the same wing of our hostel yep and we were thick very thick first of all i mean <laughs> that was that we used to spend a lot of time uh of our day because we mm-hmm. were neighbors and we we had so much in common um yes. so uh, one day uh, i thought about it that oh man what will i do if anis is not around because I mean I'll have to I'll have to change my life in some aspect which I didn't want to do. So this was an afternoon dream I think. I was I was I was sleeping in the afternoon and I and I thought of this and I woke up. You can say I was uncomfortable. So I went to you and I said man <laughs> I I think you should convert to a five year course. <laughs> and I couldn't express myself that well but Yeah, but I, I I guess I got the message. Yeah. yeah. In my um in my sincerest uh, appeal to convert to a five year course. Uh, yes, this happened and uh, uh yeah, I converted to a five year course. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and are you are you glad that you did that or Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. I'm glad that I did that uh, because yeah. uh Because you know why? It's it's everyone wants to stay in college. Uh, I'm not sure everyone wants to, but I definitely had a ball mm. in college. Yeah, all my days were awesome days, <laughs> especially in the final two years. Yeah, and uh, well, most mostly because I found you and obviously some other people, but mostly yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Our final year uh, was pretty different, I'd say, from a lot of people, because uh, our ninth and tenth semesters we spent a lot of time together, uh, and um, you know, even in my placement semesters, uh, semester I wasn't preparing that that much, and every little occasion we could find, we'd just go to uh, have a beer or two and you know have some ball of conversation with, or anyone we met on the street. <laughs> If you can imagine all the hours, right? One a.m. to two a.m., two a.m. to yep. three a.m. Seemanjan and I probably have had a drink in every one of those intervals. Like, yep. you can imagine. 
like i remember in my sinatra third year we had we went for a beer at 10 am and there was <laughs> this is no explanation for that and <laughs> yeah yeah so you were my final year we had very uh, different uh, experience yeah so anish um, yes before we did this uh, before i started the podcast you coined this term for me and it's called emotional leverage okay and let me let me give you my basic uh, overview that what, what i understand so, so so that everyone who listens gets the idea i'm already understand right? yeah okay. yeah so emotional leverage is uh, sometimes when sometimes you when you're close with someone either in in a friendship or in a typical relationship you give them emotional leverage mm-hmm. and they can they can use it and they can choose not to use it so sometimes they use it um in in few senses for example let's say let's say i call you uh today and you don't pick up uh let's say you're busy and all and next day i i call you and and we start talking and and i'll i'll tell you abhi kal call kyun nahi uthaya why didn't you pick up yesterday and you will say i was busy or you might want to tell me you might not want to tell me but i'll keep pushing this this happens in friendship all the time you know abhi chal chal kahin chalte hain and you will say no and they'll because you 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 invite them into your zone um and and it's it's informal and there's this leverage so this is how i understand i've never, i don't think i've explained it well but i think you can you can explain this better because okay. it's your sure term <laughs> emotional leverage okay i'm not sure it's my term or it's just something that encapsulated a lot of what i want to say so uh, i'll start with what's what's leverage and i'll combine emotional aspect also yeah. so leverage is uh, like where you have some sort of influence right mm-hmm. was, if you have leverage is like what is like influence him mm-hmm. cause an impact at some other end right mm-hmm. it's like there's an invisible lever between you and the point that is or the end point that is taking that load so it can be something like uh uh you know you uh, you are invited in someone's house as a guest we have a leverage and then you you can make them feel bad by saying ki wo khana acha nahi laga because that was you have leverage you have influence you know that's yeah. that's what i'm saying so leverage is because there's an invisible lever between you and the person or the end point that is taking mm. up the uh, load mm. emotional leverage is where you have an emotional influence mm. or somebody right um mm. right like i can i can make you happy or sad if if i have that uh influence over you to make you happy or sad by saying something or doing something Mm-hmm. and i know that you will be impacted by it that means i have emotional leverage over you now some emotional leverage we are you know we don't have a choice over so we like uh, you, as a person you give emotional leverage to your parents but it's not like you giving them you are, you know they are your parents so you give them obviously mm-hmm. it's there like it's <laughs> automatic okay yeah. otherwise you'll be a psychopath <laughs> but uh, if it's your sibling you give emotional leverage to them 
because well, they are siblings. Generally, family do give, but yeah. other than family, uh, who do you give your celebrities to? That's very important, in my opinion. So, like, that's that's where you you know you you decide. That's where it's things happen by your volition, by your will. You decide whether or not to give emotional leverage to Himanshu or other A person or B person, right? Now, I brought that point up. I was talking to you about. Uh, I was talking about relationships in yeah. general between yeah. two people. You know, yeah. it can be a fit, fa- friendly relationship or it can mm. be a romantic relationship. I don't want to. Uh, like make a distinction between those two because yeah. I've started believing that all relationships are interpersonal relationships. Let's not yeah. sully the name with you know having different <laughs> diversions. Yeah. Wow, okay, right? I was talking about that you know when when it comes to friends like you and I mm. or other friends that we have, हम लोग उनको emotional leverage देते हैं. That simply means that if they are very sad or if they are अच्छा नहीं लग रहा है कुछ दिन इट विल इम्पैक्ट मी राइट अगर सडनली हिमांशु यू स्टार्ट यू आर डिप्रेस्ड और यू आर क्राइंग और यू आर नॉट इन अ गुड वे आई फील बैड बिकॉज आई गिवन यू इमोशनल लेवरेज एंड फील बैड बिकॉज वॉट यू डू इन लाइफ सम हाउ डज इम्पैक्ट योर हैपीनेस इज ऑल्सो इम्पोर्टेंट इन वेट बट आई वोट गिवन दैट टू एवरी टॉम डेक इन हैरी राइट सो <laughs> emotional leverage <laughs> emotional leverage that we give we have to i give it to you because i know in my subconscious or consciously i know in my heart that i've given you my emotional leverage because i know you will not be indiscriminate in its usage tum is random uh, stuff karne ke liye ya apna baat manwane ke liye tum emotional leverage ko nahi use karoge tum ye mere ko nahi feel karna hoga ki okay i am badly affected just because uh you didn't uh i don't know you didn't ch- choose to call me yesterday yeah fair mm-hmm. i feel badly affected if uh you know whatever things we uh communicate over where i have to make a choice yeah to act in a certain way or talk in a certain way yeah. uh, <laughs> so you know like you will uh, you won't do that you will not be indiscriminate in your usage where will you most likely use emotional leverage where you be like let's say i know ki tum extreme situations mein use karoge and it's, it's mm. the same with my family right mere family members be they won't ne- uh, consciously uh, do things to make me feel ki they are not happy with what i'm doing in life yeah unless it is something really detrimental for me so if, if i become a drug addict or an alcohol addict they'll say ki you know this is hurting me man mm. i don't feel good by this act of yours which is right right Because I know they'll be judicious in their uses of emotional leverage, but suddenly if they start saying that you are holding the rope and uh, I don't feel good anymore, and they start why are you holding the rope? Yeah, you know if 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 they're like uh, you wear, uh, I don't know shorts, yes, <laughs> and I feel bad, I feel bad about it. I don't feel good. I'm hurt by it. Any example that you can find, right? So uh, non-veg khate ho, and I don't feel good anymore about it. And this could happen to some some gent <laughs> guys. Yeah. Non-veg khate ho, I'm not my son anymore. If they start doing this, then you're like, this is not right. This is not judicious use mm-hmm. of emotional leverage. Yeah. So I give you emotional leverage, Timanju, 
because I know you'll be discriminate and judicious in that in the use of emotional language, and like this is a very uh, I'm not sure not a very solid concept that I have, but mm-hmm. I know that we we give out these things. This is like these are these are it's going to be used in extreme situations where I need support or help in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's say I'm choosing a life partner. there you probably would say eventually ki you know and if you really want to communicate you not you don't think she is some person is not right or wrong you say something like this so uh, but you won't use that influence in uh, very you know trivial situations or, but that distinction is clear when we are friends but in regular life we have seen and maybe experienced I don't know. No, no. <laughs> that a lot of people give emotional leverage to not just friends but also their romantic partners, and there the discriminate and indiscriminate usage becomes well blurry. That line gets muddled more often yeah. than not. So why don't you pick up the phone? That hurt me. That that's you get my point. Yeah. And so I I mean eventually I think it becomes. I mean, forming interpersonal relationships is just like I mean that's what I feel is 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 a practice of uh, being smart and uh, mindful with who you give your emotional leverage to, and being observant uh, of whether or not that leverage that you've given is being used uh, judiciously. Yeah, exactly. I mean, thanks to you that you coined. I mean, you told me about this, and now I'm conscious, and now I see how this leverage is causing issues uh, in two people's uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. All the time, uh, it happens, yeah. And they're not conscious about this leverage and yeah. how much they're using it. Uh, yeah. Turns out they're using it way more often than they should be, and that's mm-hmm. that's uh, not good. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great that we are aware of it and we are we are sharing to people. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's again, it's very subjective, I suppose. Uh, but uh, this is something I've learned. But when when you s- see someone using that emotional leverage indiscriminately and mm. at their will, you should should try to stay away from those people, or you know, try to make them aware that it's not right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's a very good way of keeping a track of. your relationship like this generally happens in romantic relationships i think that's uh that could be said and it's it's a healthy way i think to you know know that this is a red flag you know, but mm. once this this stuff starts happening too often you know <laughs> why don't you name your dog after me <laughs> and i'm feeling bad about it <laughs> man <laughs> why don't you wear the same sweater that we yeah. snuggled in <laughs> for the entire winter <laughs> i feel bad about it i mean that's take it easy <laughs> so in college we we had a pretty pretty nice group we had yes. a group of uh in our hostel um i guess 10 people and yep. we used to spend a lot of time together i mean we had a hookah session every afternoon Um, Every evening, yeah. Then, After classes, everyone would sit together on bean bags and just chill. And it was almost every day. Um, yeah. And yeah. we 
and at even at the end of our our college life we were still doing it in fact we were doing it even more we never got mm-hmm. bored of it we never thought yep. i mean we never thought i should i should go into my room and work on my placements or i mean mm. we valued that one one hour or half hour that we invested in our friends and yep. we did that way more often than people do i mean people <laughs> think of investing time in their friends as a casual thing we thought yeah. as a pretty serious job we thought yeah, this is what college is. is supposed to be i don't um, know about that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean we thought it, it's a part of the experience in college it's it's yeah. not that we have we are here to graduate and get a good job but building these relationships is is just as important as you know graduating and getting a job yeah i mean uh, listen you and i were very lucky to find good people finding each other uh, and you know uh it has come very easy to us that we found good people and we invested in them subconsciously or unconsciously yeah. but uh once we became we became mindful and this probably became more apparent when we saw other people who were not as lucky as us who would find toxic people around them and right uh you know just be friends but still not be you know buddies will still not be thick it yeah. would be very uh, something i i could never relate to and i i kind of feared and you know i talked to a few people who graduated so hum log fifth year mein the and there were people who had graduated in the fourth year now i talked yeah. to them that you know are you in touch and they would be like no you know we grown apart and all that nonsense and you'd think i don't want to i can't i don't want to picture a world where i'm not close to my you know this is the family i chose it's not something i was born with and i don't want to live in a world or think about a world where i'm not even in contact with the family that i chose even in this day and age where i have overtaken on a nonsense so it was more important it became more apparent conspicuous uh, that i want to invest in the people i know already and and you know it's not very simple it's not as straightforward as you know showering next to each other in different cubicles it's not <laughs> it's not that easy once you leave college so anyone you know is going to leave college you must remember that you know like uh investing in people when it's not easy when it's not convenient when it's not expedient i mean that's that's a skill that you develop like mm. you yeah. know to look, to look out for each other so i think this thing this happened of a junior of ours i'm going to yeah yeah she she backed an internship and uh, so she asked me you know she she said and there in some and i and she asked me what next and i said you know uh great congratulations and now support mm-hmm. your friends and classmates and i'm pretty sure everyone said the same thing but like there's a there's a, a different approach towards supporting your friends and keeping an eye out on your friends uh once you become mindful of investing in interpersonal relationships hmm. because then your attitude is not ki uh chal mess chalte hain and you know aaj bhi bhi lete hain that's it your attitude is also ki kya kar raha ho in touch with me kya kar raha ho abhi you keep asking they start you know even if it feels ki uh, i mean you want to make sure ki they are okay hmm. 
you know and sometimes i've been through this period so i know uh but um you just i was i used to be a slacker i know sorry whatever and uh and i i had people who used to ask me ki ha bhai kya chal raha hai kya kiya tumne try to be the push time ki ha karte raho yeah and sometimes people are not comfortable and you know it becomes a vicious circle where when things are not happening for you you're not able to get out that negative mindset and things yeah. get even worse so when you know if you are in a good place it's your it's incumbent upon you to look out for 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 that person and you know you yeah. keep asking and just just work more on being a good friend and i think this mindfulness this probably started when i think you and i read about this uh this again letters from a stoic seneca mm, mm. so this chapter i don't know what chapter it was which kind of uh uh encapsulates encapsulate this entire snippet of conversation ki uh a lot of perception about friendship is in the heart this expression a friend in need is a friend in need by the mm. expression mm. and seneca says that um your attitude is a wrong attitude and think like that because once you're a friend you sure you shouldn't have a friend so that there there could be someone for you in your times of distress in your times of pain and weakness and need you should be a friend to someone so that you could be in his time of need in his mm. time of dis- distress and his time of weakness and pain and i think uh that kind of you know it, it's 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 a, it's a weird thing i mean that kind of opened my eyes in a way that i tried to be a better friend to my friends and because uh, most of my friends have always been a better friend than i've been to them so <laughs> uh that's yeah it kind of made my life easier because once you feel that you know you're caring to someone and someone's caring back to you it's a very strong feeling and it kind of makes you happy and it carries you through weak times so you know times when i didn't have a job i didn't have things going on for me when there was a family bereavement i knew that there were people who had a vested interest in my well-being and that somehow their well-being was connected to that and that kind of carried me through in those moments and so uh, yeah uh, yeah that 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 uh, that intense feeling of you know looking out for your friends and for people in general yeah. i think it's it kind of makes your life easy also you know it, it instantly makes you more compassionate empathetic loving yeah. kind of wears your ego down you know yeah. ego is the enemy <laughs> it kind of removes all the ego and you, you want to just be a good mate that's it like yeah yeah i for, for me investing time in people is is a, is part of my kgp journey um totally. you know we, yeah. we were in in literary society and i was in the open source society and uh when i was in my first year uh i saw that a lot of people invested their time in me so my brother invested a hell lot of time trying to teach me the very basics of python and git and how how to how to get around with programming and what what the hell is open source and one mm. of my seniors uh harsh gupta he invested a lot of time in meeting with me and you know explaining a bunch of things and i would in my first year i would just go there and watch a handful like two three people talk about technology about open source about software and i would just 
take notes about all the things that I didn't understand. What the hell is software profiling? What the hell is artificial intelligence? What's this new thing that they are talking about? What's functional programming? What's this code editor thing? Vim? I mean, they talked about a, a lot of things and I just took notes. Mm-hmm. And I was I was grateful that they, they allow me to be there. I was grateful they allow me to consume so much knowledge and not contribute back, not have the feeling that I need to contribute back to this conversation um, to be eligible to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and when I got in my second year and third year, I started meeting freshers who were, mm-hmm. who were also curious to know what, what the hell is going on and what happens in, in the software world, what happens with open source. And I would, I would ask them, hey, are you, are you free to have a cup of coffee and talk about it? And they would feel weird. Why is this person investing time in me? I mean, what's going on? And they, were, they, were, they would say, thank you so much. Thank you for meeting me. And, and that one conversation, I, I, I've, had it, I've had it with maybe 50 people in college. Uh, and, and I don't remember those conversations because... It was just something that I that I did, and I thought it's part of my my ethics. But they remember those conversations because they were in their first year, and we mm-hmm. remember our conversations in our first year with our seniors. But my seniors don't remember teaching uh-huh. me those things because it was just a part of their duty. Yeah. Um. So I saw that, and you know, we talk about it. People is people are all we've got. Um, yes. So totally. if. If I do that, I'm, I'm doing more than I, I mean, I can do. I can just be selfish and work upon my, you know, job and skills and bunch of things instead of contributing back. But hey, that's the philosophy of open source. You've, you've got to start contributing back as soon as you can. Yeah. And that's how I see my life as well. Yeah, man, that's, uh, that's a good way to, like, that's a different perspective because... I was not a guy people looked up to in college, <laughs> but that's okay, I guess. Uh, you don't know that. You don't know that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've seen people around uh, you, you know, who, who were positively impacted towards uh, open source and used to say that, you know, I think of myself as an open source evangelist. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> so that was that was a perspective. And consider this, like, and read the mark on this thing a few hours ago. Uh, I think two years ago, I I didn't code, and you didn't watch football, <laughs> and didn't have anything to do with football. Yeah. And now my job is to code, and you play football. Every day. <laughs> so, yes. I think in a way we have positively impacted each other yep. and just um, introduced a new world to explore <laughs> to each other. So, I think that's, yeah, man, like, yeah. it's there. It's there. It's, it's also happened between us. <laughs> yeah. Literary society, um, do you, uh, I, I want to talk about that. Okay. That's good. <laughs> um, so, you know, art has been a big part of your life. You have written so many yes. creative writing stories and, and yeah. you, you, you used to write, I think, way more often than I did in, in our first years. 
yeah um, first and, and, yeah and you were the one who who started telling this wonderful wonderful advice that you can improve your writing just by writing there's no mm. other way around you you have to keep writing like 1000 times and then it will improve on it mm. on your own so how do you how do you see um mm. you know things like let's say you have to write a letter to someone and and mm. for, or let's say you have to write a message to someone yep. a happy birthday message uh, yeah. but <laughs> like do you how do you feel do you just casually do it or do yeah. you work upon it ah uh, ye 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 to uh, i think you know maybe could be a more subjective uh, you know maybe approach here because you been कि टू मेक श्योर कि तुम बेस्ट एफर्ट डाल रहे हो उस लेटर को लिखने में या उस मैसेज को देने में मे बी इट्स अगेन वी आर ऑल पीपल you know what people do but they wish this happy birthday to you yeah. have a nice this I mean, it's okay you can say that if it's heartfelt yeah. and that's fine but i need i need to be creative there i need to uh, put put a bit more effort yeah. into into sending out the message and yeah. this is not just there like i remember uh, this happened when i have been talking about the family bereavement thing uh so when that happened i was my mother was supposed to read something and she asked me to write that down and uh, even when even in in when when i was sad i had to you know uh, put effort into thinking getting into the uh, mindset of my grieving mom uh to to write what she wanted to read and even when i was sad i had to do that and i i don't know if it is important because a lot of people say you know we should appreciate the effort and maybe that's true but for me you know the way i've experienced a lot of stuff is is this that communication becomes very important you know a lot get lost a lot gets lost in translation and yeah. if we don't communicate properly at times yeah. it becomes you know it becomes troublesome yeah. between people between Uh, groups and it's very important that we articulate our feelings well yeah. enough yeah no because because i think huxley said right everyone yeah oh man everyone has has to live with oneself you know no yes. matter how how well you try to tell things to other yes. people you're the one who's living it and you're the one who's experiencing yes. your life yeah and it is going to be incredibly hard for the other person to understand the same things so, you might as well put more effort into you know communicating i was i was thinking <laughs> what huxley 
at the same moment and you say Huxley. Do you, do you know how many times this has happened with us? Yes. <laughs> so to, yeah, for man. people who don't know, um, yeah. Anish and I have this, this uh, power telepathic. to communicate, telepathic yes. communication that we think of same things at the same time and then and and it's it's uh, we found we find out that it's very hard for us to be think, thinking about the same thing um <laughs> it has happened i think 10 10 times now and i think yeah, yeah we have the chilipalic thing so yeah not to divert away but yes uh, huxley said in dose of perception that you have your perception and no one else has this perception of world not a single person so even yeah. even like your life partner, you think you you, you both are so close, you have totally mm. different perceptions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I started I started uh, living like this. I understood that I will never be able to convey my perception to someone else hundred percent. It's a limitation of the world, and you can be sad with this knowledge. You can you can just be sad that your life partner will never be able to see the world like you do. But I'm, I'm actually more happier because I know there's a limitation and language is a tool that we have got. So let me try to use it in the best way I know. So I can, I can go and tell my dad, hey dad, I, I love you and thank you for, um, you know, thank you for raising me. And I, know, I want to thank him, but there's a million ways I can do that. And yeah. let me try to explore it. Let me try to, you know, do, find some good gestures let me try to find, can I write a letter to my dad? And I did that. And it, and I think it, it was a good choice instead of just texting him. Mm. Um, so I explore all these different possibilities of expressing myself, articulating my thoughts, because I know it's a limitation that I'll never be able to convey 100% of my perception. Yeah, man, that's, that's a good way to put it. And, and maybe, you know, we, we uh, think like this maybe because we, we were in the writing society in a way so someone who is in music into mm. music probably mm. try to create a new song or new melody or something uh, yeah. and just play it to their parents or whoever and that would be nice as well yeah I yeah. guess I, I, I guess that would be nice as well um, yeah and I think that's a very personal choice to uh, investing heavily on sending out the right message yeah um, <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean what can I say? Yeah, I mean, I it's it's a personal choice. It's there's nothing wrong in being being dull about how you communicate. <laughs> yeah, yes. But do you want to be? Do you, do you want to be like that? Do you want to be dull throughout your life? Or yeah, but uh, you know that's the thing. Uh, my my well being also depends on that because if I if I feel that I haven't uh, done that thing with uh, with hundred percent. Integrity. Yeah. So if I don't feel that, that kind of hurts me. That kind of annoys me. That annoying feeling that you have. Yeah. So I don't want that as well. So. Yeah. Um, so I was like this in college for for the whole five years. I was always um, asking myself, "Am I am I being creative enough? Am I mm-hmm. am I being creative enough with my life and things that I do?" And when you start a new job. When yeah. a person starts their first job, they can get so lost that they will they will stop doing things that they used to do. They will stop oh, reading books. 
they will yeah. stop playing guitar if they used to do they will stop talking to friends casually because you know it's a, it's a busy life nah. so yeah. let me let me try to invest in job and it's no longer convenient to talk to people and yeah. those things. stop doing this thing i know yeah and and i and i and i saw that happening because it's so easy to get lost and after one month or two uh, i i saw in our facebook group of literary society that someone said hey this is a poem that i wrote and please review and i thought why not it's a weekend let me try to review this poem and express how i felt from this poem and how i think this poem can be improved etc etc and i felt really good because that's what i used to do in college is to write and review and at that, and, and on that day i i told myself that don't let the artist in you die <laughs> and i and i wrote it in my you know page where i yeah. write things i want to tell myself so this this podcast thing happened mm-hmm. from that that okay i can write blog posts i can i can do bunch of things and this is another form of expressing myself <laughs> cool imanshu so is a philosophy the world okay ग्रेटेस्ट मूवी by Christopher Nolan so okay. uh, you know we have, we have always been fan of Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino and we we talked yeah. about how how passionate they they are in making the movie and how good they are yeah. so Tarantino made a movie recently called uh, once upon a time in hollywood, hollywood yeah. and it's 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 not typical tarantino movie you know it it doesn't have a have like a planned plot it just it's it's in the flow and he just wanted to make a movie about you know those times in hollywood so but it's still a good movie i mean people people don't like it because they expected violence and they expected bunch of things they expect in tarantino movie but it was I mean, it was a nice pulp kind of movie so yeah. i would say the same thing about tenet from christopher nolan it's not a typical you know something that you you'll watch again and again but it's it's a mind boggling movie um that's uh that's something that i watched recently um you said something about the flow we yeah. said uh, he has made that film in the flow so i think you i, I remember you talking about this concept I mean, it's not a alien concept <laughs> the flow everyone knows the flow yeah. why don't you uh elaborate on you know, what being the flow. in the flow means means for you yeah you personally or yeah. professionally you can choose yeah yeah so th- this this is a well researched topic uh the flow people use this to find out the proper balance of doing something so that they don't overdo it or they don't do it less so let's say you work out how much how much should you work out how much should you put effort uh, should you work out 3 hours a day or should you work out 10 minutes a day um so what's how to find the balance and this is where the research comes in but i know flow from a personal emotional spiritual perspective mm-hmm. and 
this is uh, this is how ramdas puts it uh, so ramdas says you are sitting on the bank of a river and you are there let's say in, in the evening and you have been thinking about something you know you think you have a good life you think you're relaxing you're thinking a bunch of things that as you always do and then you hear the sound of the water colliding with the with the shore and you focus on it uh, and then you hear it again and then you start watching the water do it and for 5 or 10 minutes um you can you can watch it and the time will just fly by and if someone asks you what have you been doing in these 5 minutes you will never be able to explain but that's that's the state of being in a flow let's say you're watch you're on a beach you remember we used to go to beaches in our yeah. final years and times, yeah. yeah and and let's say we're on mandarmani beach and it's it's night time you can see the moon you can hear the ocean and you're watch you're walking bare feet and then you just you just keep doing it and then you don't think how venture as stop or where am i going you're you're just focusing on that particular step that feeling mm-hmm. of the wet sand touching your feet mm-hmm. uh, and then all the sounds and what things you're seeing so that's 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 called flow um when when time will fly by you will you will not be able to describe it well but that's the balance mm-hmm. yeah yeah i get you yeah so uh you know uh so i found this this amazing amazing life changing tv series it's called life changing okay life changing <laughs> for me um, okay it's called midnight gospel and mm-hmm. it's on netflix it is very acclaimed tv series like it has reached number 2 tv series on imdb for united states you can call that but it's uh, there's this guy called duncan trussell and he's is a great podcast host i mean he he can talk to anyone just like joe rogan uh, and he's also a comedian just like joe rogan and i watched his skits um and and he's done like thousands of podcast uh, episodes with people so uh he, so a, another animator came to him came to him and said why don't we make something from these podcasts like you have these great episodes so he picked out eight uh, podcasts and then he like he worked on making uh, an animation for those podcasts so each episode is 20 minutes long and there's just eight episode since it is one season one and it's bizarre that's that's how i can put it it's bizarre the animation doesn't make sense you feel like you understand 30% of it um you get a feeling that you understand it but if if you say you understand it you're lying i mean that's how i can put it uh <laughs> and and the beauty is in not understanding what what's going on in the series but it's just a podcast uh where duncan to- talks to people like bunch of people and he talks about meditation he talks about you know spirituality yeah, uh, most of, most of the times so yeah. psychedelics psychedelics <laughs> it's it's a it's a pretty psychedelic tv series yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's 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 uh, that's doing justice and uh, 
So you told me about this episode, and I watched. Uh, I mean, when I say this episode, there's one specific episode where, uh, which is considered the best episode in TV series, I think. Yeah. So uh, why don't you talk about this? Uh, and we watched oh. it together, and I showed it to a bunch of people. <laughs> and they, this is the eighth episode of the TV series, if I'm not wrong. Yes. Right? Yes. So I was I was reading on on the subreddit of psychedelics that. Hey, you gotta watch this. It's amazing, and people were commenting, "Man, I watched episode eight, and make sure you have tissues and you're alone when you're watching it because you're gonna cry." And so I, I built this, I built this expectation in me when I started watching it. So episode one, two, three, and I and I watched it all together, um, and I and I started liking it um, since like from episode two. I loved, I, I love episode two. And I loved episode five, but I was waiting for episode ten because it, that's all people are talking about it, like fifty percent of the time, when they mention Midnight Gospel. And episode eight is is the most beautiful thing that I've ever watched in an animation. So okay, uh, it 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 touches uh, something which it touches such a basic aspect of our life is our connection with our mother is 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 our perception towards birth and is our perception towards death so these three things i i love like midnight gospel is something that i will recommend um episode 5 and 8 to watch when you had a few and you were and when you know when you were 80 years of week then you wanna yeah just you know yeah slide down and Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a beautiful thing that it's a beautiful thing to watch. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that you want to talk about? Anything that anything you watched recently? Well, first of all, uh, I want to thank you for uh, introducing uh, me to introducing. I forced you to watch it. Uh, Come on, <laughs> because I I I used my yeah I, I yeah I was trying. I was putting it off. I was stalling yeah. my uh, thing because, yeah. for variety of reasons, and then I watched it finally uh, after a number of uh, repeated yeah. Yeah. Uh, pokes by you. Nah, yeah, I'm so glad I did because uh, yeah, it's just just the kind of show to to remind you of uh, you know how simple things are. I mean, it's a very simple show. It's, it's I mean, we mentioned words like psychedelics and spirituality and everything, but yeah, I must tell you, it's a very simple show. It's a very simple thing. People talking about things as simple as, uh, you know, life and all mundane things. There's nothing too special about it. You know, they, there's a goal though. He he'll give you the impression that he's as close oh, to yes. everything as you are, and then try to. And then he'll try to figure stuff out about yes. the variety of topics yeah. um, that he has, and I think that's that's where uh, you, you feel after a heavy week you'll enjoy that show because it's just it's just a simple show. You won't have to invest at least on the surface. You won't have to invest as much, but once you do listen to it the first time, uh, definitely you'll go and rewatch it so that you know. You enjoy it more. Yeah, it's just one of those shows, you know. As Nolan said, that you know, people watch Interstellar the first time, they're going to look be like, yeah, I mean, 
it's fun but they'll watch it a second time and they'll gain something else out of it it's something a deeper understanding of stuff and minute guys gospel was kind of like that you know it's it's a show where it's just uh, timeless in a way you, you just yeah. keep watching it again and again and ever green uh, <laughs> yeah it's also one of a kind i've never watched something like uh, minute gospel because you know all these conversations are real conversations they yeah. are not scripted yeah. they're not scripted mm-hmm. and you and when it's a conversation people are not uh, pe- people aren't reading dialogues people are speaking out their mind so yeah. if if you're if you're reading out dialogues yeah. things can be unrelatable at times so let's say we watch a movie and 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 the writer has written good dialogues but It, that might not be how you talk in real life yeah it it might be something that happens in a movie but mm-hmm. anything that's being said in midnight gospel was not supposed to be in a tv series it it's just a podcast yeah i mean there's a that's reason a, a there's a reason that podcast uh, was made into a uh, tv series yeah all podcasts are not converted to a tv series yeah. and it's not a talk show it's not a it's not something like last uh, what's the what's the name of the show late night television show no it's not yeah yeah it's, it's yep it's a tv series but yeah it used to be a podcast <laughs> so yeah i mean it's, it's nice the show yeah. that i recently watched uh, okay was uh, indian matchmaking what what's it about i think you know what it's about what the name suggests i i was i was the trailers indian matchmaking Yeah, right. So it's. Uh, I think most most of the people who listen to this podcast know Indian matchmaking, but if you don't know already, it's about. Uh, well, we all know how most of the arranged marriages in India work. Yeah. And generally, there's a this there's a person in the family who plays the role of matchmaker between mm. two families. Yeah. Then it's an ender person or someone who just knows a lot of people across yeah. the community or you know across a <laughs> across a city. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in this case, I think this is just a posh version of uh, <laughs> the similar practice. Arranged marriages. Yes. <laughs> so in this case, this is not a woman. This is also there's a woman named another name, but she. essentially plays that role of finding out about various people who are interested in you know uh, having the same sort of arranged marriage mm-hmm. it's been going on for some time uh, however they're not comfortable with uh, for variety of reasons they're not comfortable with meeting people as we generally do you know mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. social circles or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah, so she's a facilitator of arranged marriages in posh families. That's it. Someone put mm. it, and um, and man, what can I say? It's everything you'd expect because if you go through an Indian matrimonial page, you know what to expect, <laughs> and that's it's everything that you expect. But I totally yeah. enjoy that show because yeah. uh, uh, for 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 many more reasons than many, but uh, I'll tell you why I enjoy it. No other Indian show that I've watched in recent times, and I haven't watched many because I just lost all hope. But no Indian show that I've watched in recent times uh, 
had that air of authenticity behind it. Mm. Yeah, I think I last the last thing that I watched that had remotely the similar amount of authenticity was Gangs of Gossip. Mm. And uh, I mean, it was a film, but you get the point. Mm. Like yeah. an Indian creation again. Uh, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. There could be multiple number of shows that have had the same uh, quality, mm. but Gangs of Gossip. You know, you, you realize that, you know, yeah, people did that, people do that, and there's nothing out of place in that ecosystem, in that world, it made complete sense. Mm. People are just stabbing each other, or whatever happens, okay. So, I know that the, the um, coffee authentic, and then Indian matchmaking I watched. So, I know this 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 exists in India, right? I know that... And there are people who play that role, especially the yeah. old people who play that role. And we know that, and this just this show was about it. So it, it was an Indian show, man. That's what it felt like. Yeah, and, and I enjoyed it because. That's the first reason, obviously. And this like nothing felt out of place. It felt like, yeah, totally okay. <laughs> and yes. then, I, then, I, yes. then I looked at it uh, from a point of view that this woman saw a business opportunity, obviously. Mm. And she fit the stereotype of a judgmental person. Yeah. Someone who will gauge your characteristics and try to match with other people. And that people mm-hmm. perceived her to be that. And she built a business out of it. I was intrigued by that aspect. Wow. This yeah. woman knows how to uh, be resourceful in a way. And be enterprising. You know, it was a feeling that I felt like I was Maybe because I work in... I'm a cap, not a capitalist. I'm not going to be that assertive again. <laughs> but... Uh, the fact that you make use of all sophistications that life has to offer. Mm. Yeah, idea both exciting like that, Mirigo. And mm. uh, she's doing the same thing in a way. So, mm. you know, there's a scene in the first episode where uh, they're browsing through their document or database. It's not a database, it's a, it's a document Haan. of people. Yes. And they're like, Achha, isko isse mila and they're like, she, yeah. and, and I was like, <laughs> man, <laughs> you, can, you can make this system so much more efficient with the software or <laughs> with, with, with a tech guy. <laughs> uh, I was like, I could do that. Uh, no. And <laughs> when this uh, series, series was released, mm. Indian matchmaking, I was following it on Twitter and like 90% of the tweets were about, you know, yep. the way I can describe it was people were trying to act as if it's something strange. People was trying to act as if arranged marriage is a strange concept. Yeah. And it's actually the opposite. Um, it is. So many people I know in yeah. my life were married by arranged marriage. And love marriage is still it's still a new thing. Like, yeah, even for our thing. generation. Um, yeah. And, mm. I mean, I was, I was kind of uh, pissed off to see these people that... Even if you even if you think uh, that love marriage is the right way to go, yeah, you can't just start 
blaming people who you know yeah. who who go the other way. Uh, yeah, I mean to start condemning people that way. I understand. Yeah, I mean that's not even the point uh, in a way, right? About the show, I think the most impo- uh, I mean, there's a point there, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in regards to the show, there was a lot of outcry about. Uh, oh, this woman is so judgmental, and uh, yeah. oh, this person is like this. Oh, this person is that like that, and uh, that made it, that didn't make sense to me at all because it's a show. Yeah. Like, it's a show. Even if it's a real life, it's a show. It's man, you chose to watch it. You clicked on yes. her face. <laughs> you clicked sh- on it. <laughs> sh- you clicked on it. You chose. You, this, you expected this. This is reality. Yeah. They're not showing them this doesn't exist. And secondly, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I uh, you already know this that I I have a very different uh, point of view on this, and it's it's like this: uh, what I choose to watch, how it affects me, I get to decide that. Because I'm mindful of who I am, I'm mindful of what I've learned, mm-hmm. and if I, you know, all my education, all my values, if that is somehow superseded by this six-episode long TV series, then what's the point of all my education? And I think, you know, my education is strong enough and deep enough that it's not affected by all that. Mm. So a lot of people said this is somehow glorifying arranged marriages, somehow glorifying um, what do you call this matrimonial page mm. browsing of people, uh, yeah. somehow glorifies uh, the fair skin and all that stereotype stuff. Mm. Like, if people are gullible enough to be negatively impacted by this shit, uh, sorry for the swear word, but uh, apologies for the profanity. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So if people are negatively impacted mm-hmm. by their by this some sort of stuff, it's mm. it's it's on the people. It's incumbent upon the people. You can't fuck with mm. art. You can't fuck with mm. stuff that happens. Uh, mm. y- y- you know, creatively. Mm. You know, and that's that's a bigger perspective of art in itself. Like when people try to uh, say that you know you should only make responsible art. And Sean make irresponsible art, and that's where mm. I lose traction. Where where the message message loses traction. That no, yeah. no, you've got to let you know whoever's creating this stuff have his or her freedom. Yeah. If people are gullible, that's people's problem. If people are gullible to uh, by, to to be you know molded by everything they see, it's yeah. their problem because this yeah. world is full of noise, and you've got to select be selective about what you learn from. Yeah. You know, I I don't care if a film is about cannibalism. I can watch it mm-hmm. if it's a good film where the creator is somehow glorifying eating your own species up and has good cast and has good writing. I'll watch yeah. it. I will fucking give five stars to it. I don't care. I I won't. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean I'll become a cannibal. Man, I'm not here to learn my lessons in life through a TV series. And you know, that's a very extreme point of view because obviously we know how Hollywood has impacted the Indian society and that, that kind of makes you sad but I, I, I always felt that you know you got to let artists be themselves you got to let creative people do their stuff and uh, whatever world they make for you you know in a, in a film or in a TV series mm. you're mm. if they are uh, capable of or they are successful in 
including you in that part of the world. I mean, you feel a part of their world. And then that's good enough. That's all, that's all, that's that's all that an artist is responsible for. He's not responsible for being, for sending out the right message or the wrong message. It doesn't matter. Yeah, man. Like, I, I watched Thapar this year. This mm. film. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like, this was a film where I cried. Like, it's been so long. I, mean, I cry in films. I don't cry in real situations, but I cry in films. But, mm. so, it was so weird that um, my favorite film this year was Thapar. My favorite TV series this year was Indian Matchmaking. Yes, I see the irony. (laughs) They send different messages, like completely polar opposite messages in a way, right? But the the, the only, I mean, it's not my fault that they're my favorite stuff this year. It's that they are made so well. They are made so well. Exactly, yes. I agree with you. I think I think lots of people in our industry are struggling with this. Industry, uh, you know this. Yeah, I mean, comedians especially. Yeah. Uh, so I hear Ricky Gervais uh, a yeah. lot, and you know, David Ch- uh, Dave Chappelle has talked a lot about this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you don't <laughs> let let them be free, like yeah, they man. will never be creative. And um, Gangs of Sipper, it's a it's a violent movie. It's about crime it's about you know gangs yeah. but it's it's an important movie for someone to someone should watch that movie if they want to understand the origin the history of bihar and rachi because yeah, this yeah. is how it yeah the and you can't you can't just things. stop yeah. people from watching it and gangs of a sipper is the perfect movie to watch yeah. because it's it's created so well it's yeah. an entertaining movie that's the most important um, reason that's the most important thing. Created so well. I mean, if you, if I, we watched this together, right? This thing about the, the, the woman who is composed the music for this whole thing. And she said, I met uh, this, this other lady in, in Bihar or UP where ha, she, ha. she used to eat paan khadi thi wo harmonium mein. Ha, ha. Bihar, ha, Bihar She's and, a famous and, singer. And, uh, wo boli ki log aise, jab yaan gaate hai, to, matlab, we hum more than we sing. Na, 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 na. So, you remember that song? Which song is that? And you're like, yes, man, I can totally see this happen. Like, yeah, yeah, song. Like, us, it's simple as a song. It's almost like, you know, effort. Forget about the dialogues and everything. Dialogues, though. Yes. <laughs> but uh, insane it's insane like, the kind of effort is put oh, in this little uh, aspect of Bahad, I've watched that making in gang service per ka YouTube pe hai. Yeah, yeah. you see how how, how uh, Anurakha ship thinks about some scenes and how the music was created and I've heard that feels so Quentin Tarantino yeah. uh, loved this film Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he 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 has to. <laughs> it's. I think uh, everyone knows Andrakashap is inspired by Tarantino. He said said this so many times. Yes. So yeah, I mean, uh, that film was obviously. Uh, I don't know if it is considered a, 
a classic now because it's only been 10 years <laughs> but uh, i hope it will be someday like mm. outlier hai wo apne <laughs> industry jo chal raha hai us mein i think it is just mm. too different uh, yeah and i guess when the then when perfection came out you remember i mean you don't remember we don't remember that. we were not here <laughs> but but perfection jab hum pehli baar dekha tha you know i yes. was taken aback what is this not taken aback i'm yes. sorry i struggled to uh, contain my amazement what is this kya tha why did i enjoy it mm. so much Why do I want to watch it again? And I watch it again. I enjoy it even more. And all the little scenes, you know, the gimp scene and the twist turns and and the injection uh, yep. anti overdose Ch- scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was insane. Uh, yeah, man. Like these guys, you know, explore. Uh, I guess I mean, again, we don't know what we're talking about here again. <laughs> But <laughs> I think these guys explore as much as they can. You know. Mm. Like I read this that Tarantino, because of film I hate to say, he made this mm. in a different camera, like smaller camera, which is from the old times. And Nolan, Nolan does this as well. He, yeah, he said that yes, I want to explore 2D uh, sets as much as we can. So there's this scene in Inception, if you remember, the second stage where it happens, where people are float in a way floating in the air. Now gravity नहीं है, and they show how it's been filmed. It's been filmed, मतलब कि in a weird way, you know. Imagine करो कि there's a floor but it is rotating. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's a weird way. You find that video yeah. YouTube, and uh, you like, yeah, man. Like that that completely makes sense. Even for a person, like okay, they're not filmmakers, but even for a person, the exploration जो है हम लोग अपने वेज में मतलब कितना स्मार्टर मैन स्मार्टर मैन आस पास जो भी है आज फोन गाड़ी People who are like these eleven tribes and live like hunter and gatherers. Why? Uh, why do you think we came as a species from that to this point? A lot of it was also necessity. A lot of it was because some bloke thought, okay, you know, I'm going across this uh, field by a horse. Maybe it will be easier if an engine did this for me. So now we have a car. I mean, hmm. someone just explored. He can do it. is also the bit where you learn new skills hmm. and that's that's it um you can like what I, what what do you pick in the past 2 3 years which you didn't have 5 years ago right. i remember you picked up guitar 3 years yeah. ago or 2 years ago yes yes yeah 
I've never never picked guitar before then. Yeah, yeah. two years ago, like, you didn't have that. And yeah. watching you, I picked up guitar seven months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and and that had of course different reasons of picking up guitar. But the thing is, kind of added different element to my life where, I'm, where I can uh, spend my time with myself and just lose myself. You know, this is a cliche phrase. Eminem, shout mm-hmm. out to Eminem. Mm-hmm. But I lose myself mm-hmm. with that. Uh, you know, six strings, and I have never understood music that much before. I know that, but now that I play guitar, I just understand it a little bit more. And suddenly, again, this 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 new world that's this open in front of my eyes. But I'm like, okay, man, that feeling of you know actually uh, playing a song, playing a complete song properly, it's a it's a complete feeling. It's, a, it's a, such a satisfying feeling. It's it's almost like. A lot of people have told me that when they complete a pull-up, a single pull-up for the first time, they just feel so satisfied. So mm-hmm. they feel like they have accomplished something. It's such a good feeling yeah. to feel, right? It kind of makes your day a little bit better. And playing guitar, or, you know, doing that skill properly yeah. and mastering yeah. it, it will just, uh, you know, just yes. make your life a little bit better. What about, like, what, what, what has been, what has your experience been this day? Do, do, do you remember uh, when we were graduating uh, and then Alumni Cell had this uh, this thing that they would involve all the graduating students to compile a graduation song? Yeah. Uh, farewell song. And we were, we were called at 6 p.m. in a field for two hours to record a 10, 10 seconds clip. Yeah. And we were supposed to dance. And I've never danced before. I mean... I don't think I, I know that what expression I'm giving when I'm doing this step and whether my arms are ex- extending enough uh-huh. or they should be, you know. Yeah, I'm I not a dancer, point. not even a beginner dancer. But I enjoyed th- those two hours so much. Like yeah. it's similar to, you know, giving yourself in, into the art. Yeah. Um, so that new skill of, you know, uh, da- dancing. I, I know someone who dances really well and I'm always in awe when they do that, when they share how they dance. Um, I mean, I mean, you can say that software engineering is, is just one skill, yeah. but inside software engineering, there are multiple, multiple dimensions where you will never, you can never experience. So I know people who will never experience the beauty of front-end engineering uh, if, they, if they always invest their time in back-end, you know, the... The, the core language part. But I tried out front-end engineering for the first time in my internship. So I joined the internship as a back-end engineer in my third year. And I saw someone doing front-end React.js and uh, this, this, this fascinating thing. And I thought, well, screw my performance in my internship. I, 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 th- I think this is fascinating. I want to try something new. And I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, I, mean, I could have stayed in my comfort zone. <laughs> I, could, I could have stayed in my comfort zone, did the backend thing and I just left. But that discomfort of starting something new, I think I, I, it's, it's good that I, that I stayed through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first experience trying to learn a new skill from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guitar I mean, was one. Yeah. yeah, guitar was one of them. You know, it's that feeling of... Uh, uh, these are not my words again. It's a feeling of nakedness. When when you mm-hmm. start new skill, you, you're really afraid to make a fool of yourself. And uh, mm. 
but you know uh it's also a good feeling to feel right. you get past that and you know you just right. you just become good at something and and, and you know like this i think this comes from naval ravikant right there's only oh, one yes. life <laughs> there's so many things to do you want to climb rocks you also want to play music you want to i don't know and depends you can walk on space whatever you want to do it's only one life it's it's uh, it's a good feeling to feel to start a new skill and it gets lost in everyday hassle you know once people start mm-hmm. families once people are stressed about their jobs or stuff but like we should forget to live by living <laughs> yeah yeah and i think it gets harder as you grow old so if you don't start feeling yeah. this nick nick feeling of nakedness mm-hmm. in your early 20s it will be so hard for you to do in your 40s yeah because you build that ego in yourself that you're good at it you're good at something and then you try to start doing something new and you'll feel oh a 16 year old can do it better than me so i shouldn't yeah man like that's uh <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of puts it uh, as i would have put it and you know i hope that i never forget this that i'm still young Uh, and of course, we have each other to remind us. To remind us, <laughs> and uh-huh. this podcast episode now. <laughs> you never know how how we're gonna feel about this one year from now. Yeah, we have this podcast as well, but yeah, I just see so many people. You know, this they don't they seize living. You know? They get a free time. They just don't do anything. It's maybe watch Netflix or stuff. And I'm like, come on, please, just so much more, so much more. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I see that it's not their fault. Um, I know, I know. Yeah. That's you where that's where good friends come in. That's where I we're guess. lucky to have friends who who tell us these things. Yep. Um and you know, I I will not I don't feel like this every day of my life. I'm not this energetic towards life every day. There are down moments. And that's when things that i've written myself you know <laughs> my own blog i write them because i know this will help me in future <laughs> so uh, my friends help me and things that i've written help me um, so fe- i feel lucky in those times yeah yeah wow <sighs> so so anish let's uh, let's call it a day i guess yeah it's night and, over here uh, day over here yours it's 6 pm for me okay. and yeah so great uh let's let's do it some other time we have so many things left <laughs> we know that <laughs> and we'll we'll continue sharing more um as we grow yeah i mean i'll see you every day i know that but i guess uh, everyone's listening see you again <laughs> <laughs> bye bye